Let's continue where we began last week on a thankful heart. A thankful heart is the way to enter into God's presence. And we looked at uh, Psalm 100. Let's go there again, please. In verse 4, the New King James Version says, Enter into his gates with what? Thanksgiving. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Let's read together verse 4, please. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For those who are here in the beginning of the service, uh, Miss Rita read that from the Passion Translation. It says that to enter in, you enter with a password of thanksgiving. Can I look at it, look at it from the, the Passion Translation? I didn't intend for us to go there, but she read it at the beginning, the Passion Translation. It says you can pass through his open gates with a password of praise. Password of praise. Come right into his presence with thanksgiving. Come bring your thank offering to him and affectionately bless his beautiful name. And in Psalm 95 verse 2, it says, Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyful to him with the psalms. How do you enter into his presence with thanksgiving? You enter in with thanksgiving. Now, so thanksgiving opens a door for us to enter into the presence of God. And I will tell you this, to, to dwell in that presence, it takes also thank, a thankful heart. To dwell in that presence of God, it will take also a thankful heart. Let me put some, make some statements here. But one of it I want us to look at is uh, thanksgiving is an attitude of the redeemed. Thanksgiving is an attitude of the redeemed. Have you been redeemed? Are you born again? That should be yours and my attitude throughout. The attitude of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an attitude of the redeemed. In Psalm 107, verse 1, this is your attitude, gratitude. Your attitude is gratitude. Did you hear that? <laughs> your attitude is gratitude. Attitude, gratitude. You need to have a good attitude, which is gratitude, for a higher altitude. <laughs> now the Lord says, come up higher. So you want to go to high altitude? Or you want the low, low places? There is the high places. In fact, he says, he says to Jacob, you'll ride in high places. There are high places, and there are low places. Oppression. Depression. You know, in oppression, depression, you cannot be high up there. It's law. Law waking up. Law walking. Law singing if you try at all to sing. Law, law. But there is a high place in God. So is that attitude? Gratitude? Gratitude? Attitude, gratitude, altitude. <laughs> Sound like a tongue twister. But Psalm 107, verse 1, all give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy does what? Endures forever. Now look at this, what follows next. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom 
he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So the attitude of the redeemed is thanksgiving. Let the redeemed say so. They are redeemed. So what, is, what do they do? They are thankful to God for his good and his mercy endures forever. The attitude of the redeemed is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, I call it in this manner, thanksgiving is an attitude of heaven. Thanksgiving is an attitude of heaven. We'll, we'll, I'll show you from the scriptures. It's an attitude of heaven. Thanksgiving. You remember when the children of Israel are complaining and they complained until we read, I think we read last week the scripture, until God at some point said, how long will I be with these people? In other words, I can't walk with people who constantly complain. And he was not ready to continue with such people. Because you think about God, you think about heaven. Everything is up, which is heaven is God. Now, so then, that's an attitude of heaven. That's an attitude of being in God's presence. God says, how long will I be with such people who constantly complain? I don't know if you've ever been with people who complain. Or do you live with one? Not outside you, one, that you live with. In all eternity, we shall express gratitude to our God for redeeming us. In all eternity, church, we shall express our gratitude to God for redeeming us. Gratitude increases in our hearts as we gain revelation of what he has done for us. Gratitude increases in our hearts as we gain revelation of what he's done for us. If you know little about your redemption, you have little gratitude. <laughs> you understand? That's why you have to strive to gain revelation knowledge. An example. Let me see. Oh yeah. If you don't know the value of a thousand dollars and you are given, and you give to your child. Let me, let me give you an example. If you gave a check to your three-year-old and you've written on that check 500,000 shillings. And this other side, you gave uh, that child 50 bob. Most likely, that child will not take the check. Huh? They will pick up 50 shillings. And will rejoice that 50 shillings. But if you have the revelation of how much it costs for your redemption then you have such gratitude and value it. You may find that child has put five shil 50 shillings away, or five shillings, and that check, she's, she's pouring it, water on it. La, 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 la. Because she doesn't know the value of that check. It doesn't matter the amount of money that you have, you, you have written, you know, that, that check and cash in, cash in, cash out. Whatever it is, cash out. But look at this. Is you have to believe God for revelation of your redemption. To deeply honor it. To deeply thank him for, 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 for your salvation and for your redemption in Christ Jesus. I told you the redeemed of the Lord say so. They have been redeemed. This is the attitude of the redeemed people. They are grateful to the Lord. 
In Colossians chapter 1, Colossians 1 from the Amplified Version, it says this, giving thanks to the Father. Why do you give thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints, God's people in the light? I have to think many times, the earth and all its fullness belongs to God, and, and he, has, he has qualified me to share in the inheritance of the saints. I was thinking of a certain, I was telling Tina of something that, a certain pledge that we needed to fulfill. And then uh, so received some money, and that money could have used to do something else. How many know what I'm talking about? You receive money and you know you can do something else with it. But I've, I've proven this over and over again, him doing this for me. So I told Tina, I was in the presence of God and I said this. <clears throat> no, I started talking. You remember the rich fool? Uh, the rich fool was talking to himself. I, I, I. You remember that in Luke chapter, chapter 12? I think from verse 13. So for me, is a... a a rich, a wise man. You, you see the difference? The rich fool was talking about what he was going to do with him, everything, for him, but I am a rich, wise man. So this is what I say. Lord, no, no, I started saying, I know God is faithful. And I can spend this money to do something else but I need to complete, Tina and I need to complete this, this uh, pledge in full. Because I don't want to be unfaithful to someone who's faithful. He's faithful. And another thing is this. If I can be faithful to the one who's faithful and who knows all people on the earth, he can speak to them and give them my name. Everyone, even if they speak in Russian, he can give them my name and they will write in their language, but it's my name. He knows all of them. So I want to be faithful to this person who knows all people because he can speak to them, he can move them and do exactly what is supposed to be mine. So do you know with that what I did? I told Tina, let's give to the faithful one because he remains faithful to us. We have to be faithful to him. What happens? He provides all the time. He's faithful. I encourage you. Be faithful to God. Be faithful to him. Don't ever be unfaithful towards him. Be faithful to him. Tell him. He's, he's delivered us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Look at what follows next there. For he has rescued us and drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So why with all this, what do we do? Are you here or will you left? With all this that he has done for us, what do we do? We give thanks. Look at verse 12 again. That is what it begins there. Verse giving thanks to the Father. So it's the attitude of the redeemed. 
is the attitude of the redeemed. The redeemed of the Lord give thanks to him. Say thank you, Lord. Lift up your hands and say thank you, Lord, for my redemption. You've delivered me from the kingdom of darkness. Oh, he's worthy. Hallelujah. This, is, this will be our eternal, eternal attitude, thanksgiving. It's an eternal attitude. And remember this, when we step into eternity in Christ and we go to heaven, oh my goodness, you would have, you came probably to the altar and you are so quiet and say, Jesus, come into my heart. You didn't have a, you didn't know what you, you had done. But just with that confession, and you believed it in your heart, you will know for all eternity what you are redeemed from. So what will happen to you? Thanksgiving. But I tell you something, church. I don't have to wait until that time. I'm going to be thankful now. I'm going to be grateful now. Hallelujah. Eternal gratitude to our Father who has saved us. Let's go to Revelation chapter 7 quickly. We have come. Where is Carol? You... <laughs> Take all the praise. You know the way Carol likes singing it. We have come. Yeah, to say what? To say thank you, Lord. Anyway, look at verse 9. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white drops, with palm branches in their hands. Woo! Hallelujah! So there'll be palm branches up there. Hallelujah. And crying out with a loud voice saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and unto the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God saying, let's say it together, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving follows when? Forever. You see that? Thanksgiving and honor and power. We offer thanksgiving to the Lord. Forever. This is our gratitude. Oh my goodness. I'm so thankful. For salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that's, that's our attitude forever. The more we get the revelation of our, true, of our redemption, the deeper our gratitude to him. The more we get, we, get we, we understand what he has done for us, the deeper our gratitude. I like being with people who are thankful. That's why I married one. I married a thankful one. Huh? (laughs) 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But really, you learn to be around people who are thankful. I'll be speaking about that later on. But God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. So what follows next? After you've known, you know if I say I've given you 10,000 shillings, what will do? What will you do? Mpaka nione, don't I mean? Will that be your attitude? Or you receive it with what? Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings, the heavenly blessings. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1 in verse 3. I want you to see something. The Ephesians 1 verse 3. The Passion Translation. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father. Are we reading the same Bible? Let me try again. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. You don't say amen, you say what? Thank you. Amen is okay, let it be. But, but because of the context, amen, so be it. But listen this, every. If I came to you and I told you this, <clears throat> all the 200 million shillings that we had told you we are going to deposit to transfer into your account is already now in your account as our gift to you. If I told you before the service, I don't think you'll stay in the service. You'll be spending in your head before the banks are open. Just over and over again you're spending. But what do you do? What is your attitude? Thanksgiving. So listen to this. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. Thank you, Lord. I should hear everywhere in the sanctuary hear someone say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Again, I'll never forget, maybe as long as I live one, one time, I was looking for uh, something, and I called an individual, and he said, uh, no, 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 actually, I stopped doing that years ago, but find out how much it costs, and I will pay it for you. Oh, we needed that money. I was so excited. I remember, you know, oil Libya, then Mdaiga? Oil Libya around there, that, that is called what now? Years ago, it used to be Esso Plus in the 90s. But I was driving there. Immediately, I hung up. I was shouting. I was so excited. Finally, I'm getting it, and someone is paying it for me. And the, Lord, the, Lord, the Spirit of the Lord spoke inside of me. And, and, and actually, the Lord speaking inside of me said this, that I wish you'd be that grateful and thankful when I tell you something. And this is, listen to what he said. This is a man who can even die. Or something can happen in their lives and they can change their minds. 
but I'm the, uh, the faithful one. I never change. I say, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord. You know the ones you feel like someone has kicked your stomach? Forgive me, Lord. Thank you. So when you read the scriptures, really, and I, I, I used to read the scripture, and I still do this and my, alone, and I'll shout and all that, and I'll go in public and I read the same scripture. I remember I would teach the beginning of uh, teaching in the, in the ministry many years ago. And I, I'm excited. I've read from the scriptures. And I'll go and I'll start reading the same scriptures to people. And they are looking at me. Huh? I thought, God, are we reading the same scripture? <laughs> are we reading the same scripture? Let me try it this time. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly father, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. All because he sees us wrapped in Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we walk in the light of our redemption, thanksgiving is the order. When you walk in the light of our redemption, thanksgiving is the order. Thank you, Father. A thankful heart, not only does it open, do, uh, open, does it open a door into God's presence, but also, listen this, but also it secures whatever we have received from him from not being stolen by the, by the devil. Let me see if I can say it right that, without it being a mouthful. That a thankful heart, not only does it open uh, open God's presence, open, open a door into God's presence, but also it secures what we have received from him from being stolen from us by the devil. Is that clear? It protects what you've already received from our Father. It opens that door into God's presence, but not only that, but also it protects what you've already received from our Father. Praise God. Well, Paul and your new bride, it's so good to see you back from the moon. Hallelujah. <laughs> You're much, much welcome back. Fred in Tari, it's so good to see you. Man, it's been a long, long time. Hallelujah. And today I have my sister in the sanctuary. Can you imagine? My sister. She's called Mercy. All right. That one, that's my sister over there. <laughs> Hallelujah. She used to bully me when I was a small boy. She's a few years older than I, and especially when you cook to chapatis, that girl will bully me. Because I wanted to eat all chapatis from the beginning. <laughs> and she's the one cooking and said, you have to wait. You'll have to wait. And, and they said when I was a small boy, I'll be sitting, you know, in the, in the kitchen, you know, in the country kitchen. And, and it's early, but I'm dozing. So that my mom can say, Mpatia mtoto chakula. It's true. I'm serious. It's true. And, and especially, I would endorse the time of Ugali and Skuma Wiki, the time of Chapatis. Ronald is so good to see you too. He lives in Western Kenya, our, our church member. But I'll just be sitting there and dozing. And, and and then my, my sister, she, that is Faith, my, my niece is in church, it's called Faith, 
Mwangi. But my, then my sister will say, no, I will, I will not give you any, any chapati. Because you are dozing so that I could give you chapati. <laughs> uh, I enjoy chapati. I, I'm surprised nowadays. I don't care for them, really. Really. I can eat a little bit and I'm done. But I don't know where that stomach, where those chapatis used to go to in, my, in the, the little stomach ever. Anyone was there growing up? I knew I had brothers all over the country. <laughs> so thankful, it secures that. And, and then, so, so that is what I was telling you, that uh, thanksgiving is an attitude of the redeemed. It's an attitude of the redeemed. And then, so all that I've said is your attitude. Have that with you all around you, wherever you go, church. Be thankful. Be thankful. And then another point I want to make is thanksgiving is a major ingredient of your prayer and faith life. It's a major ingredient of your prayer and faith life. If you live a life of prayer and you are living by faith, thankfulness, thanksgiving has to be part of you. A thankful heart. A thankful heart. In Mark 11, 24, talking about prayer and, and releasing your faith. In prayer, it says, verse 24, it says, Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you'll have them. When? When you've received them? When you pray. So what should follow then after you've prayed is what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is an attitude of receiving. It's an attitude of receiving. It's an attitude of receiving. But all the time, you have that. All the time. An attitude of receiving. That's, that's thanksgiving. All the time, you have that attitude of what? Of receiving. You, you know, like, like the scripture that we are reading earlier on, he's lavished us with all gifts. So, the gifts are available. Don't, don't ever forget that. The gifts are available. But the attitude is you have to know that the gifts are available. <laughs> All the time the gifts are available. Thank you. Now you say what? Thank you. Now, now you see, you, you receive. The gifts are available. But you have to have an attitude of receiving. Edit. You are listening. Yes, awake. Now, now that's an attitude. You always have this. God has provided this for me. I remember the first years, uh, years when Tina and I got married, I, I told her everything you're going to do actually is by faith. Where is the money? Here's my pay slip. He said, So when have we received it now? But when, honey? Now, we've already received this. Initially, it was so difficult for her to understand that. I remember, <laughs> well, she asked me, I said, yeah, we need to write it down and pray. And you know what? That has helped us. Listen to this. Crisis does not move us. 
a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things he possesses. A man's life is trusting God and walking by faith on a daily basis. That's an attitude of thanksgiving all the time. I don't know how many times that, that he has, he has <laughs> just kind of like shocked us, like, God, you did this again for us. It's an attitude of thanksgiving. It's an attitude of praise that you have to have all through. It's your life of faith. It's a prayer life. It's, it's all the time. You look at your redemption. Look at your redeemer. Believe him. He's done it for you. And receive it with thanksgiving. Listen to this. If you have it, you'll, your face will be glad that it's happening. Your face. In fact, it used to be told in the Bible school, you know, if you're happy, and joyful, inform your face. Inform your face that you're joyful. <laughs> the people don't inform their faces. But I'm, I'm happy in my heart. No, no, no. Inform your face all the time. Praise God. <laughs> I met with a certain man in a, in a high, you know, high place. Those, I was invited, you know, for me. To, Pastor, can we meet in such and such a place? Okay. You are a member there, so what do I do? I ride on your membership. So, you know, we got into this, um, into the lift. You know, those kind of VIP people, the lift, and they're usually so quiet. So, you turn around, here is so-and-so, here is so-and-so, you know, well people known in the corporate world. So, I looked at this man, he has, maybe he was my age, but all his, almost all his hair was white. But, he had a style, hairstyle. Not just in all. And then over here, he had kind of was making like, like dreadlocks, you know. All of it white. And he had his suit and just well dressed. And, and he was just quiet. Then I, he, he, they, came, they came with a certain lady into the, into the lift and they didn't, they didn't say hello to us. Then I looked at him and I said, I like your hairstyle, sir. He said, oh, thank you. <laughs> I could tell he felt good. He said, and I meant it. Thank you. And, and he said, oh man, I like mine also turning white at some point and still be on my head. You understand what that means? It's still here because he can turn white but we don't see it. You understand? It's no longer there but he turned white. <laughs> so I, t I told you, well, then he said this, Aging gracefully, I say, yes, sir. But listen to this. You have to have an attitude of thanksgiving, joy. Listen to this. It's an expression of joy. Thanksgiving is an expression of joy. It's an expression of joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you noticed when children wake up in the morning mostly? They don't, walk, they, don't, they don't come out of bed in installments. Children just come out. <laughs> you need, listen to this, from now to the end of the day, you need to, to, to come out of bed. And as a children, our little Tina, we say that, I, I, I say, you know, months ago that she wakes up with her mouth. She calls her Tina Somo. Somo is a word of her namesake. 
So, so he says, some more, ma, 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 some more. And, and you hear, duck, 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 just walking around. I said, those are people waking up. Something. You need to receive the kingdom of God as a child. <laughs> Not making those old noises. Old people's noises. <laughs> <laughs> You don't do much research. <laughs> Pastor Carla said hello to you all. I was talking to her this past Friday. <laughs> Talked until much late, almost midnight. And, and she told me, Davis, I'm 75. And my life is given to the Lord. I can wear a pajama if I wanted to, you know, like so many people, my age mates, at four o'clock and just walk around. <laughs> But Davis, I refuse that. I'm healthy. I'm fine. She had just spoken this past Saturday, not yesterday, the Saturday before, in our Dr. Jerry Saville's wife, the Caroline Saville's meeting, the big meeting that she usually has during Christmas, and she was the guest speaker. I said, I'm fine. I'm strong. And you know what? She had the word of the Lord, and uh, we're preparing on the 14th of January to have us speak to the church. We'll have it. She would have spoken that week and we record it and we'll be hearing the word of the Lord. She received it as she was prepared for Mrs. Caroline Saville's meeting at 75. And that woman is strong. She's still at 75. So you can ask your neighbor, what's your problem? <laughs> what's your problem? <laughs> Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is a major ingredient of your prayer and faith life. You see, she's saying, I am grateful to the Lord. At 75. And usually I tell her, I tell her, I'm looking forward to that too. 25 years from today, I'll be 75. And I'll be strong. Serving the Lord. And Tina and I will be strong. Serving the Lord. Praise God. If I believe I have it, according to that Mark eleven twenty four, if I believe I have it, what am I supposed to be doing? Thanksgiving, offering thanksgiving until I see it. In Colossians 4, 2, it's an attitude of prayer and faith life. Uh, Colossians 2, it says, 4, 2 says this, continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with what? Thanksgiving. Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. And in Philippians, very familiar scripture, I memorized this, I think, my first few months of salvation. Philippians 4, 6 to 7, he says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Do you know what nothing is? Is there anything that has been left up? No, be anxious for nothing. But we don't know what we are going to do over Christmas. Be anxious for nothing. This is what you are supposed to do. But in everything, how many things? Everything. By prayer and supplication. And what follows there is what? With thanksgiving. Believing that your, your, your answers have come. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guide your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's our attitude. 
That's our attitude. I remember years ago, the, the Lord just impressed in my heart with this phrase that any person can lift up praises and thanksgiving and can be happy when things are okay. When everything is going on fine. It takes a person of faith to lift up thanksgiving and praise when, when nothing seems to be working. It's called a sacrifice of praise. Nothing seems to be happy, working, but you are thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know the source of all things is in him. Nothing seems to be working, but you are thankful. You do it until your heart responds. I think there's some Wednesdays ago I said this, until your heart moves your mouth. <laughs> your heart moves your mouth. You've believed it so much until it starts coming out of your mouth. My God, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And your head is screaming, no, you need to keep going. Thank you, Lord. Until your heart moves your mouth and listen this, is thrust out all, all undoubt and unbelief trying to bombard your mind. It takes effort. Listen, to lift up thanksgiving in such a time is a warfare. It's, it's the weapon. It's actually it's a weapon of your warfare. And it's mighty through God. Paul and Silas, they started singing praises. They started singing praises when it didn't look like. They're in chain, they've been beaten. It's a sacrifice of praise. Church, it's an attitude of faith that you and I have to keep all the time. Do you know we have, do you know it's, it, like now the way things are? You have every, you, you can complain if you wanted to all through. Yeah? You bother Matatu, you complain. And the moment you start complaining, there are many complainers. They'll, they'll just be around you. And you'll talk. By the time, if you, you came from Dikaro, by the time you reach to town, that your heart is full of complaining or complaints. If you are driving, go to the petrol station, you complain. I told you it's one of the characteristic, characteristics of the end of end times, unthankful. And it's, it's evil before God. Are things fine in our nation and in the nations of the world? No. And this is not our home, church. Remember that this is not our home. But even as we, we go day after day, we still use our faith. Are things okay in the our nation? Huh? No. But what about our homeland? <laughs> Hallelujah. Our homeland is fine. Oh, let me read a scripture. Let's go to, to Hebrews chapter 11. Let me read from the Amplified. The Amplified, not Amplified Classic, but Amplified. Hebrews 
complaining, complaining. Church in the whole world. Politicians cannot, cannot fix a nation. No. Good governance is important. Very important. But listen to this. God didn't send a politician to redeem us. He sent his son. That's why you always, I told you, you vote by faith. Not put your whole trust on, oh, you know, my, my, my neighbor is going to be the governor. And we are related uncles, uncles, and cousin of the uncle of the great aunt. We are close relatives, then, and I think they are going to fix our life. It has nothing to do with that. You trust in God. Jesus is your big brother. Oh, you didn't hear that. Now, look at this. Look at verse, verse, verse 8, by faith. Let me read from the Passion Translation, sorry. Verse 8 of Hebrews 11. Faith motivated Abraham to obey God's call and leave the familiar to discover the territory he was desired to inherit from God. So he left with only a promise and without even knowing ahead of time where he was going. Abraham stepped out in faith. He lived by faith as an immigrant in his promised land as though it belonged to someone else. He journeyed through the land, living in tents, and Isaac and Jacob were persuaded that they were also co-heirs of the same promise. Look at verse 10. His eyes of faith were set on the city with unshakable foundations whose architect and builder is God himself. Amen? You become so unshakable, unmoved because of who you depend and trusting all the time. So quickly, let's, let me go. So the first one I told you is a thanksgiving is an attitude of what? Of the redeemed. And then the second one, thanksgiving is a major ingredient of your in your prayer and faith life, and then the, the, another one I want to bring to your attention is thanksgiving draws God's attention. It draws God's attention. It draws God's attention. The Lord has spoken to me through this over the years, Luke 17, about 10 lepers, but let me read a portion of, of it. It's really taught me things about thanksgiving from that scripture. There are ten lepers. Let's me, let, let me go through it quickly. Verse 11. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers and stood, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priest. And so it was as they went, they were cleansed. I like saying this, in their obedience to the word of the master, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God. I want to, to bring this to your attention. I don't think this is coincidence. And I don't think this is just that time only. 
I think this scripture shows us very few people offer thanksgiving. A small fraction is thankful. Really. Because we can learn a lot from this. So you say this in your mind and in your heart, that you are going to be part of that small fraction. That we are always thankful to God for whatever things happen, happen in your life. In whatever things happen in your life. Look at this. And one of them when he saw that your zeal returned with a loud voice glorified God. So thanksgiving does what? Glorify God. Easy. Thanksgiving is glorifying God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. What is that? I like calling it thanksgiving is a position of humility and worship. It's a place of humility. It's a place of worship. He fell down at his face, on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So it's a place of humility. It's a, it's a place of worship. He's it's saying this, God, I know if it weren't for you, I could not have gotten this. It shows dependability on God. We're depending on God to bring this to pass. It's not by might, not by power. It's by my spirit, says the Lord. So I'm depending on God. Whatever I'm going through, I have thanksgiving. Why is that so? Because of what he's done. This is what he's done for me. The redemption is for me. I told you it's the attitude of, of the redeemed. So what am I doing? I am thanking him. I am honoring him because of what he's done for me. This is our attitude. Whatever the adversity you are going through, I said last week, you will not tell me that you are a true worshiper if you are not thankful. A true worshiper of God is a person with a thankful heart. That's true worship. And look at this. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? It caught his attention. Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And I like saying it in this manner, thanksgiving will bring you to the place that God wants you to be. Just that place. You remember 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18? You remember that? 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. So then, then, I want you to see this. Where I am is not the will of God. But the Bible says, give thanks, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God for me in Christ, for, in Christ Jesus. So I start thanking God. Do I like the situation? Am I in the will of God in that situation? No. But I start thanking God. What I'm doing then when I start thanking God, I am provoking his will to manifest in my situation. I'm provoking his will to manifest in my situation. I believe I'm healed. I've said the word I'm healed. But now what follows next, I'll start giving thanksgiving and praise to God. To the point that it comes up from my heart. What am I thanking him for? Am I thanking him for sickness? No, I'm thanking him for healing. It's my attitude as a redeemer because he's already healed me by the stripes of Jesus. So I start lifting up thanksgiving to God. That which was an adversity 
meant by the devil to destroy me, the moment I start lifting up thanksgiving, it provokes God's presence into my life and it manifests his will, which is healing. Complaining and, and being ungrateful removes all that from, my, from yours and my life. So gratitude is critical, church. It brings us to the place that God wants us to be. I'm thankful. I'm thankful to God. I'm really grateful for his goodness, for his mercy, for his help. We are coming to, 20, to the end of 2023. I can say so many things that he helped us to do in this, in this ministry in 2023. And even before then. What is your attitude today? should be of gratitude. Probably in the year you, felt, you, you went through something, you felt like it, had, it was going to destroy you completely. You are here today. What is your attitude? Come on, let me hear you. Hallelujah. You thought that is going to destroy you today, but you have breath and you have hope. And that's why you've come here today. So you ought to say thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lift up thanksgiving to him. Remember, thanksgiving focuses on God's goodness because he's good. And his mercy endures forever. The place that you want to be, listen to this, the place that you want to be in the time of adversity is in God's presence. And the way to enter into that presence, you must have a heart of gratitude. Say it again. The place that you want to be in a time of adversity, when things look so bad, you want to be in the, in, in the presence of God. And the way to provoke that presence of God is with an attitude of thanksgiving. Church, if you start taking count of what the things that God has done for you, you will realize this. You are focusing on this one thing that hasn't happened. And you're forgetting the 99 that have happened. Did you hear what I say? Oh, I, I, I pursue excellence. And I know that is, that is sometimes can be challenging. Because everything can be good except this one thing. And if you're not careful, you'll focus on that one thing and forget about the 99. You anyone who's been there? There's a person who's pursuing excellence in everything you do. That's what happens. You have then to believe God. Even that one thing didn't go right, you start lifting up thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me hear. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving focuses on what? God's goodness. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. So he did. He, he, he was, where are the nine? Meaning the one person was at the right place. The nine probably were giving a testimony out there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord again. He told us to go to the priest. Praise the Lord again. And Jesus asking, where are they? <laughs> you, you know, if God says where, that means you are the wrong place. You may be giving your testimony. Praise the Lord again. He told us to go to the priest. And now we've been healed. Praise the Lord again. And Jesus is just, where are they? 
They're giving testimonies at the wrong place. They ought to have been here in a place of what? Thanksgiving. Now look at this. Look at verse 18 quickly. Were there not any who found to return, who returned? I call Thanksgiving is to return to him. It's returning. Returning to that place. Hallelujah. Can you think about this, all of us married couples, if we knew how to return to our first love with thanksgiving, we'll never have issues in our marriages. Oh, sorry, issues will show up, but we'll always have victory. Amen. I remember the first time she agreed to go out with me. I became taller. Oh, I did. I told her we'll go to master's. You guys, most of you are born recently. You don't know masters. How it was a five-star restaurant when you were growing up. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said that, but she said that of all the places, masters. I used to go to masters when I was in high school. And yeah, I have someone who wants to get married to me. He's taking me to masters. I said, girl, that was faith. Working. Uh, really? That money even to go. I told my, my friend Henry, oh, Tina finally agreed. We are, go we are going out. He said, he said, let me bless you. He gave me a thousand bob. It was quite, we could eat and we had some change. After that, so we went to Masters and we, we ate. And I threw out, uh, threw out, threw, uh, I threw, threw to her my proposal. And my proposal didn't go away. And he stayed for about two years, not going well. Then finally, she said yes on 12th of December, 2002. So this coming 12th of December, it's a big, you can wish us. <laughs> can give us some wishes of 12th of December, around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, she said yes. In fact, I was with my niece, I was checking out a, a diary, I was telling them my niece and my nephews on Sunday afternoon, sometimes, you, sometimes people think maybe I'm making up stories. Let me show you things that I'd written down. So I got to realize for, for, for several years, I've known that I met with Tina in the bus on the 15th of November, 2000. But actually, it was a week before. As we are looking at the book, I realized it was 8th. I wrote there, met Tina for the first time. 8th of November was a Wednesday in the year 2000, in the bus near Mdaiga. First time I met with her. 20 years, to, we are, 20 years we are together and counting. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. That's gratitude. I'm thankful. Sometimes I look at her, you know, just looking at her. You know, to lift up Thanksgiving. And then she says, why are you looking at me? Oh, I'm okay. I'm your husband. Why are you looking at me? I say, I'm okay. So our little Tina says that in the house, we are three honeys.
She doesn't want to be left in anything. We have three honeys. <laughs> we didn't know that, that children, when they come in, they want to change some things. <laughs> so, as three honeys, we are going to the shopping mall. <laughs> so it's returning. Returning to give glory to God. Now look at this. Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Don't forget a thanksgiving as an expression of faith. It's an expression of faith. Do you really want to know you're in faith? Check out the words out of your mouth. Is it grumbling, complaining? Or they are full of gratitude? Do you want to know you're in faith? Listen to your conversation. Listen to yourself praying. Father, I thought by this time, this could have happened, God. What is happening with me? Listen, listen, listen to, record those prayers. Play them later on. You realize where you are. You realize if you're really in faith. Seriously. And then if you can dare pray, you know, play them with a friend and analyze. <laughs> Seriously. If you really want to know you're in faith, really, you'll realize that you have so much thanksgiving to the Lord. Let me see if we can start winding up. <clears throat> Let me bring another aspect here. The first one, thanksgiving, is a what? Huh? It's an attitude of who? The redeemed. This will take all the way to heaven forever and ever. So you better learn it quickly. It's an attitude of heaven, heaven heavenly citizen, citizens. And another one is a, is a major ingredient in your prayer and faith life. Another one is a thanksgiving draws God's attention. Remember that I say, were there not ten healed, where the nine? He spoke about this man. It draws God's attention. Thanksgiving. So another thing, we must know also how to thank each other. That's another aspect. We must know how to think to thank each other. Learn that. And be thankful to members of your family. Oh, you don't know them, Pastor. Who cares? Are they breathing? Are they breathing? Be thankful to God, for, to, for, to God for the members of your family. Listen this. And I, I encourage you really, as you go for Christmas, same. Tell them at least, <laughs> in my community, they say this, that they want to say, like I'm saying, my sister. So people say this, this is my sister. If she killed my mother, I could not have been born. You've ever heard that expression? Yeah, if she killed my brother, I could not have been born. So if that is your culture, you can say this. At least you, are, you didn't kill my mother when, you, <laughs> when she was giving birth to you. So I'm born. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for my sister. You, you, you understand this? Lift up thanksgiving. I encourage you during this Christmas. 
I like telling you this. You go over Christmas, remember, your brothers, your sisters, their families, they live different from you. You can complain or you can lift up Thanksgiving and choose not to complain. We have to learn that. Ask the Lord what appreciation and gratitude. What, uh, ask the Lord for, to teach you about how appreciation and gratitude looks like to different people. Is that, is that, does that, is that clear? How appreciation or gratitude looks like to different people you relate with. Does, does that, is that comprehensible? Yeah, just ask, ask him. And it's amazing. To some people, it's very little. Someone was telling me of a, a, a wealthy, known to be a wealthy a family member. And one time, she sent a, a small gift, a, a, lot, a small amount of money. And the person called to say, I don't know the last time I received from someone a gift. Do you know why many wealthy people don't like to relate with so many people? Because many people go around wealthy people as parasites. They don't know that they have something. You have everyone as wealthy people. You understand? As wealthy people, like people coming around and give us something as an appreciation. It may be very little to you. Listen, but if you ask the Lord, you give to that person, it can be an expression. What, what, she, what that person, what the person needed to, uh, to, to, to experience was this. Maybe he or she has gone through much rejection wanted to know that someone is even thinking about them. Don't make that mistake. All right? Always have something to give with gratitude. Listen, it may not be finances, but just thanking them. Just thanking them. Without saying, kwa nakushukuru, alafu. You ever say that? Nilikuwa nimekuja kushukuru, alafu ninakuelezea, kuna shide metokea. You don't want such attitude. You, know, you understand people. You, you, you understand, you always want to be thankful. I remember, let me give you this just more than you wind up. I remember a certain gentleman had helped us to do something and it was so precious. I told the gentleman, you really helped me because I knew how, it, how much it was going to cost to do that thing. So help me. And you know, for years, you know, it's not one-time help. You understand? If the help was consistently gone for four years, that will bless you. Anyway, so, I told the person, 
was being helped. I know I was going to take up that responsibility. I told the person who was being, help, was being helped, get this gift. This is my gift, but I want you to take this gift and be a blessing to that individual that has helped us in this situation. We took that small gift to that individual and said, oh my goodness, I want to take a photo of this. I have helped so many people and none of them has ever come back to, to thank me. You are different. Can you imagine? Now we shall tell you what, what that provoked. Many more blessings. You'll never outgive generous people. They will show you. And I'll be speaking, I think, over Christmas on 17th uh, evening. I'll speak a little bit about that, about God's generosity. You want to experience more, like what Deacon Jogo was saying? Have an attitude of gratitude. So learn to be thankful to others. Thankful to others. Let me show a scripture. In 1 John chapter 4, <clears throat> Now for sure I'm winding up. Close to winding up. First John 4, 2021. I wanted to see a principle here. You ready? If someone says I love God and hates his brother is a liar. For he who does not love his brother who has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Let me paraphrase it. Just go back there, please. If someone says I'm thankful to God, and does not even thank his brother for anything. <laughs> He's a liar. For how who, he who does not love his brother, or you cannot express gratitude or goodwill to someone you can see, how can you do to someone who you cannot see? You see the point? It looks like I'm taking out of con context, but I'm showing you a principle. In other words, listen to this, if you're truly thankful to God, it will be expressed around you also. Be thankful. Be thankful. Sometimes I've told people, just with that text, let me know. You know, especially like for, for me, I pray for, for you church members and, and sometimes individual just pray for them. And after I pray for them, I know that I needed to hear something about that whole situation. But many times I don't. And then you ask, ah, oh, by the way, uh, I haven't heard from you. Oh, pastor. Ah, I, I, forgive me, I forgot. You see, that's not the attitude of gratitude. Sometimes it takes us just to let you know this has happened. And it's worth me saying this, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Why is that so? What I'm praying is because I care. You, you understand? And I released my faith and I wanted it to be complete, to seal it, actually. To seal the victory that has happened with what? With gratitude. So thanksgiving is critical in every relationship. Every relationship even with fellow men. Parents, teach your children to be grateful. Youths, please learn this. 
huo ugali hauji tu kwa nyumba someone went out to get it and after eating is wonderful to say thank you mom thank you dad thank you for bringing us food is it still there is that culture still there i'll never forget it thank you we have workers in the in the house and when I'm, I'm done eating in the dining area, most I'll open the door to, to the kitchen and say, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I do that. Thank you for cooking. Sininawalipa. Da. It's a horrible attitude right there. <laughs> huh? Have you ever gone to the office and... People, those who, are, who have taken a, who are in a strike is the people who wash the washrooms and the offices. Have you ever noticed what will happen? Will you go to those washrooms again? Listen, sometimes and many times, many times actually, find those guys in the, in the, in the washroom and thank them. And many times get into your pocket and say, I want to bless you. So what? I've done that in the, in the washroom. What? You know, they're waiting, they're cleaning, and say, I want to bless you. What? Thank you. I say, I'm, I like saying this. I'm born of Jesus. Himself is in my heart. And I love blessing people because I'm a blessed man. Oh, thank you. Do you have Jesus? Eh? I always get an opportunity to lead someone to the Lord. I do that over and over again. The washrooms bless people. Especially, you know, you go in and you wash your hands, you splash the water. And then you come out looking at them. <laughs> Always be, be thankful. You'll be amazed how God will open a door. You know what I, I, I expect also? To be in the washroom and someone blesses me. Everywhere. Think that way. I, I looked at a certain security guard in two rivers, I walked in and uh, I just I was so excited, I was just I don't know what I told her, no, no I, I told her actually, are you happy today? She said, yes I am I said, inform your face girl <laughs> so she smiled, then I, I walked in, and I, and I was coming out and said, and I'm a believer in Christ I'm born again, she said, I'm born again too, then I want to bless you, and brought some money and gave to her. Oh, she smiled even better. The other one she tried, but this one was the real one. <laughs> all is. All, it's amazing, church. It's amazing that a kind gesture can do to people. Just that. And they'll remember you. More than that, they remember you did it in the name of the Lord. Always I like say, telling people, I did it in the name of our Lord. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas. Be thankful. Stand up on your feet, please. Be thankful. Be thankful. Can we go to Psalm 95 quickly, please? Be thankful. Focusing on gratitude. I want to really, over this Christmas, I beseech you, 
by the masses of God. Focus on gratitude. As much as I can have people stay in the sanctuary, please, I would appreciate that. But if you really have to go, that's fine. But if we can bring it to a closure together. In that Psalm 95, I'm so thankful for what is done. He paid the price for me. And now I'm called by his name. I'm thankful. Thankful to him. He paid the price for me. He's redeemed me from the curse. I am grateful for what you have done. I'm grateful for your love. You've brought me into your kingdom, Lord. I'm thankful. I'm grateful to you. Be it in a quiet pastures or by the gentle stream the shepherd of my soul is by my side should I face a mighty mountain or a valley dark and deep the shepherd of my soul will be my guide you'll be my guide should I face a mighty mountain or a valley dark and the shepherd of my soul will be master, will be by my side. Should I face a mighty mountain, oh, a valley dark and deep, the shepherd of my soul will be my guide. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We lift up thanksgiving to you. You lift him up. Please lift up thanksgiving to him. Thank you, Lord. I give you full control. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, I worship you. I just want you, everyone, to lift up thanksgiving to him. He's been good to you. Just lift up thanksgiving. May revelation of light, of love, of faithfulness, of your redemption just flood your mind and your heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Now, in a moment, let me teach you something here. That word thanksgiving from, from Psalm 95, I've taught this in the past, but it's Toda. For the Jewish people say Toda. Thank you. It's Toda. But then, the word means, actually, literal is to thank or praise God is to lift or extend one's hands. When you're thankful to God, you extend your hands to Him. 
with that thankfulness and gratitude. So I want you to thank him. Just lift your hands, thank him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know what he's done for you? We lift up thanksgiving, just lift your voice. Just thank him, just thank him, just thank him, just thank him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, will you please join your hands with someone? Father, we lift up thanksgiving. We lift up praise today for your goodness and for your mercy upon our lives. This morning we return or this afternoon we return to you with gratitude. More than anything, Lord, is the redemption you brought to us through your son Jesus Christ. Through your love and through your mercy you revealed Jesus to us. Thank you. Thank you for our redemption. Lord, I've heard testimonies here many times. People being healed, people being delivered, people who actually looked like the enemy had an upper hand. But you turned around the adversities. I've heard these testimonies even from this congregation over and over again. Father, together we lift up thanksgiving. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you for your mercy, your grace that has helped us. Together, Father, in this ministry, thank you for the work that you've enabled us to do in this year 2023. Everyone we have touched with your love, we are so thankful. I'm lifting up thanksgiving, Father, to you for church members, families, individuals, children, all the house of Victory Faith Church, I lift up thanksgiving to you, Father, for your help upon these families, for your help upon individuals, for your help upon children, upon the youths, upon men and women. We lift up thanksgiving right now. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. As we go into 2024 and facing this Christmas ahead of us, we come with thanksgiving, getting into Christmas season, and in 2024, we lift up much thanksgiving, Father, in anticipation of all the things that you have in store for us in 2024. Your will is good. Your will is perfect. Your will is good. And you crown the year with your goodness. So, Father, we lift up thanksgiving going to 2024. 
much gratitude. Thanksgiving to you, Father, for our nation. You've commanded, and commanded us in 1 Timothy chapter 2 to pray for all those in authority. And one of the attributes is thanksgiving to you. Even for the president, for his deputy, for all governing authorities in our nation. We lift up thanksgiving. We thank you, Father, for our, our currency in this nation. We thank you for our economy in this nation, Father. We thank you for divine positioning. Your will, you have words that you've spoken of our nation, prophecies that you've spoken of our nation. And Father, we lay hold on those pro prophecies and we thank you for your will of our nation. That Kenya will stand strong in your will and in your purposes. Thank you that we have even freedom of worship. That we can gather in your name and worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you, Father, for the peace of Jerusalem. We thank you for the Jewish people all over the world. We release them into the will of God for the supernatural opening of their eyes to see their Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for nations of the world, even during this Christmas season, for eyes being opened to know you as the Redeemer of the world. We lift up thanksgiving and praise, saying, God, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Let's say it, God, you are good, and your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father.